0: to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland on News Talk.
1: Now, this is the time of year when we might start assessing where we are in our lives, be it career, personal development, or health and fitness. Thankfully, I have three people with me now to talk us through things if indeed you're contemplating making a change in any of those areas. I'm delighted to be joined by Louisa Meehan. She's the owner of Woodview H R M and a specialist in human resources management, Leslie Gilson is of with of Lean with Leslie, an app and a personal trainer, and Kira Conlon is a personal and productivity coach and the author of Rise Before Your Bull. Uh, welcome, ladies, one and all, and good morning to you. Good morning. Now, Louisa, we might start with you. I probably made a bad introduction of you there, but you're somebody who's been in the HR business for a good number of years. You you have a good sense of the market. So if I'm, you know, Jane or John, it's the new year. I'm wanting to get myself into a space where I make myself available for new employment. What would your advice to me be?
2: So I think uh, the New Year is a really good time for sort of reflecting on where we're at uh, and looking forward to where we want to be. The simple thing, and I actually said this to a chap who's in a job now for the last 18 years just this week, and he hasn't done a CV up for the last 18 years. So the first thing that you do is do your CV, and I would recommend that we all do that every year. You know, your CV should be updated irrespective of whether you're looking for a job or not. Um, And obviously the modern way of writing a CV might be a little bit different to what it was 15, 20 years ago depending on how you approached it at at that time. So that's the first thing to do is is look at the skills that you have, the learnings that you've had over the last number of years, but the last five years especially, you know, what are the more recent things that you've done, and then articulating those in a very succinct way for a potential employer to look at.
1: Right. And Louisa, would you advise that a, a CV should be a different document depending on who it's in front of?
2: You do need to adapt it for every employer. I mean, the bones of it are the same because you're the same person and your skills and experience are the same. But you need to look at the role that you're going for and you do need to tweak in relation to that. And especially if you're including a cover letter. So if you're applying for an advertised role or if you're speculatively addressing a company, you might want to sort of highlight the ways that you're interested in that particular company or that industry or what you can bring to that particular sector. So you absolutely need to tailor in that regard. The CV itself, you know, I think it's more tweaks depending on the role as opposed to completely different CVs because one thing that's very important is that you're authentic and genuine about who you are and what you can do because you do not want to end up in a job no matter how amazing it is. That you're the wrong fit for because that's just miserable.
1: Yeah, and everybody loses in that regard. Everybody loses. Okay, let's move on to, I suppose, uh, personal fitness. Uh, and it is important that one and um, one often looks uh, in January about one's shape and maybe getting fit, maybe doing something. So, Leslie Giltonen uh, of Lean with Leslie, tell us firstly about your business and what you do.
3: Hi, Bobby. Well, I suppose I started off ten years ago. Um, doing classes on the ground from Cork Rugby Club. And I remember when we started out the first time I said, look, if I get three classes a week and 10 people in each of those classes, I'd be delighted with myself. Um, So within a very short period of time anyway, I was up to doing 17 classes a week and we had like 500 people walking in the door every week. It was incredible. So I wanted to find a way to spread my wings a little bit, if you like. Um, and being just one person, it didn't seem feasible for me to be going around the country or opening up places around the company. So I thought of developing an app. So we did that in just a really good time just before the pandemic. Um, right. So, yeah.
1: Well <laughs> some done. Goodness, yeah. Some Timing is everything. <laughs> Timing is everything. <laughs>
3: It's so awesome It was incredible. So we launched it in 2018, and I think, you know, by comparison to the like the huge success that the classes were on the ground, the app was seeing maybe four or five hundred members on it, and I was saying, oh god, this was very disappointing. But when the pandemic hit, we went from literally 400 up to. We're nearly 5,000 now at the moment. Okay. And I think, yeah, so lifestyle has changed a lot. People are training at home now a lot. But I suppose in a nutshell, what I do now is I'm lucky enough to not only train people here in Cork, but I've managed to reach an audience outside of Cork or across Ireland and across the seas as well too, where I'm actually helping people to become physically fitter, to become stronger, and I suppose in that then to become more powerful in everything that they do in life, basically.
1: Okay. So if we look at fitness, and again, often one looks in January – Why is it that so many people talk about fitness and join gyms and do all sorts of things in a positive way in January only to forsake them all in February? Why would we, even if we could break that cycle, what would your advice there be?
3: Well, I think what's really important is to set realistic goals, you know, realistic and achievable goals like make your plan. But make sure that what you're planning out isn't something that's so far fetched that it's just unreasonable and not sustainable. Because at the end of the day, we go in there in January and say, okay, I'm going to lose all the weight. I'm going to give up all the bad habits. I'm going to become like a superstar. But like, that's just not going to happen overnight. Yeah. Like, we have to be patient and there has to be, you know, there is actually no quick fix. But at the same time, if we're consistent in what we do and make progressive changes as we go along, well, it will almost certainly be successful that you will become fitter you will become stronger you will become mentally more able then to do the things um, like um like that louise is just talking about there go for your goals with regard to your lifestyle and your and your work and all that kind of okay. stuff you know So it's just being realistic. And I mean, if you think about it too, like in our day, we sit at maybe a desk for lots of people now, not everybody, but lots of people sit at a desk for eight hours and maybe more a day. I know that more people are working at home. It can often be 10 and 12 hours. So if we can just allocate even just one or 2% of the day, like that's half an hour. Thirty minutes. Yeah. If we can allocate one or two percent of the day to, to to doing something that will help us to become fitter and stronger, no matter what it is, even if it's just a walk or a workout or whatever, that's going to make a difference. Yeah. So I'd say say start simple and uh, don't take on Mount Everest on the first day.
1: <laughs> that's good advice. That's good advice. And thank you for that, Leslie. Our third guest is Kira Conlon. She's a product, uh, a personal uh, productivity coach, and author of a book. Um, rise before your bull. Uh, you're very welcome to the programme Ciara, how are you?
0: Thanks Bobby, all good love this time of year.
1: Yeah, nice <laughs> to talk to you and I, I, I tend to talk to you at this time of the year, I know I've spoken to you certainly the last few years at this time of year. So maybe your your sort of, I suppose, entry into personal development came about your own situation whereby you kind of felt your life was out of control and you weren't achieving anything and you kind of took a step back and decided to really look at organizing yourself and that was your, your first point of call in terms of getting yourself straightened out am I right in saying that? That's
0: right yeah I was just feeling really chaotic always very entrepreneurial I had probably started you know four or five businesses but they never they weren't really businesses because I had no clients. Um, But I always trying to do, you know, something new, trying to um, start something new, but never really following through, never getting to the finish line. And it was that concept I realized that I was just too disorganized. I couldn't, my, my thoughts were disorganized. And it kept going around in my head, if only I could get organized, if only I could get organized. So really my instinct led me to learning how to put some structure on my life so that um, I could achieve my goals.
1: Right, so for somebody looking for structure in their lives today in January, what would you be telling them?
0: Well, I mean, uh, the, the ladies had some great advice there and Leslie was saying, you know, it is about starting small, not trying to achieve too much. So for me, I started with that goal of getting organized. So I decided, what do I need need to do for that? And it was more about planning my time at that stage and getting clear about what goals I wanted to achieve and then planning um, some time in my calendar to achieve it. But over the years, what I've realized, and we've spoken about this at different times, is that what it all comes down to is your daily habits. So it's There's two parts to it. It's having the right mindset. So when we start off at the beginning of the year and we decide that we want to lose weight and we want to get fit and we want to do all these things, but most of us have this belief that it's probably not going to work because I did this last year and I did it the year before. And even though we consciously are thinking, I'm going to do it this year, we have these beliefs in our unconscious that tell us that, it's probably not going to work. So don't be too disappointed. So by working on your mindset at the same time as you're working on your new habit, you're more likely to be more successful.
1: Yeah,
0: And sticking with just one habit to start off with. So if you, you know, go on Leslie's app and decide, okay, I'm going to do my exercise every day and committing to exercise to start with, And when you succeed and feel a bit more successful or better about yourself, then go to the next habit and the next habit. Great, And that's what I've seen has been um, the the, the fastest route to success for people.
1: Louisa, back to the sort of employment scenario, is there an argument that if you're looking for a new job that you're maybe two months too late because by the time if you want a job in January by the time you do the six interviews that you now seem to have to do for every job, uh, the research project, the slideshow, that, you know, two to three months could be gone before you're appointed. So really, while January is a good time to think about maybe taking action, the reality is that you mightn't land that job until March.
2: Look, you're never too late because you can't go back in time. So if you want to change, then there's no time like the present. And I would say... I mean, it is. Realistically, depending on the type of job that you're in or the type of career that you want, realistically, you could easily be looking at three months if not longer. Um, And it's better, I think, and I would say this whether you're the employer hiring or the employee seeking work, it is better to be slow and steady and find the right person and the right job and the right position (coughs) and the right fit, even if that takes you six months to a year to find versus jumping at the first thing that offers the most amount of money because Well, sure, if I'm getting a a nice, decent pay rise, I'll just go for that and I'll be happy out. You need to look at the totality of the package that you're at, especially once you head beyond, And I would even say sort of like 25 and and heading towards serious career choices. Because I see so many people um, who might be in a job for many, many years and you speak to them about, well, why did you choose this company or why did you choose this job? Oh, well, I came and it was the best one on offer and I was only going to stay for a year or I was only going to stay for three months. And then I was going to go off traveling or I was going to find another job or it was my it was my sort of stopgap. And you're looking at them going, yeah, but you're here a decade, yeah. um, you know, and I think take that time, especially as I said, if it's your if it's a move that's important at that jump through in your career where it matters, uh, take that take that time to find the right fit. I mean, we've all had situations where you just need to find a job to pay money to go traveling or whatever it might be in your student days that you're, that you're getting up to. But in a career is different. And in a career, you need to find the right job and the right fit. So I wouldn't get hung up on it's January and I want a new job in January. I would say, okay, it's January and I want to do maybe like a vision board and say, well, where do I want to be in a year's time? What kind of job do I want to be in? What kind of industry? What kind of employer do I want to have? And what do I need to do today? And I love that sense of what's the one thing I do today to get me on that journey? Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, Leslie, is it a good idea, and I well, I certainly found this, but if you make your exercise or your fitness regime, whatever it is you choose to do, if you make it part of your work rather than your social scene, i.e. you diary that you're going to go for a run on Wednesday morning at 8 o'clock or you're going to go to the gym at 4 o'clock on a Thursday and you almost look at it like a work meeting that you would never not turn up to, so... You're more inclined to do it. What what do you think of that as a as a thinking strategy?
3: I think it's a brilliant one. I mean, that's exactly what I say to to my clients that planning your week is so important. And okay, so if you had an appointment with whoever work colleague it was or, or a potential client, um equally so your your fitness is is just so important. It's as important as that meeting with your new client that you fit it into your day. So yeah, allocating your, your half an hour to whatever it is that you want to do. And it doesn't need to be hours, you know, yeah. sometimes people are under the impression that they need to go to the gym and spend hours there or even an hour there. Not at all. I mean, if you're, if you're consistent in what you do and you're putting yourself under, a, you know, enough, I suppose, you need like if you're a complete beginner you're starting out at the beginning so anything that you do is a bonus but as you progress as you become fitter and as you become stronger you need to take on those challenges um, so you want to have a workout that's going to make you feel satisfied I suppose at the end of it yeah. but you can do you can do that in 15 minutes in fact absolutely 100% you can I did three tabatas one after another with a client there just before I came onto the phone to you here well <laughs> and done. I can assure you that at the end that at the end of those 15 minutes I knew about it she knew about it like we felt great first. Like, it's so uplifting and exhilarating. And you know what that meeting will do, that meeting with your fitness will do. It will give you the confidence to deal with whatever challenges you're, 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 yeah. you're faced with for the rest of the day. For the rest, Honestly, it, it really does. And it helps you to make the right decisions as well, too.
1: Do you think, Leslie, that, you know, physical fitness and job performance, would you see a strong link between both those things?
3: completely and totally yeah you know I have one girl now and she's actually um, moved into um, the crypto world that's her business that she's in don't ask me about that now because I won't be much help but (laughs) (laughs) but she's under none of
1: us understand that (laughs) She's under
3: huge pressure like that's the only way I can say it to her. her job is like so demanding um, but she's one of these girls just like what you've exa- said to me there now she plans her three times a week to come to me we do some PTs together and she also does the onlines then on two other days now she's a fit girl she's, she's into her fitness but she said the minute that she finishes her workout that she feels that she's able to take on anything. Like, it makes such a difference to her day. And that is, I know that to be a fact. It absolutely is 100%.
1: And then maybe last word to you, Kira, in terms of getting back on the horse. If somebody starts off with great ambition and great ideas and they fail, uh, what advice do you give them to uh, to get back on that horse?
0: To start small. Right. So don't commit to doing an hour a day of whatever habit or goal that you have. You know, start with something that you really know you can do. So if you commit, which I did to my writing coach this week, to do 10 minutes a day because I'm so busy. Um, I'll do 10 minutes and great. If I get more time, I'll add more time. But at least I won't have failed. At the end of the week, I will have achieved what I set out to do. And then that creates the momentum which helps you to continue and continue.
1: Yeah, it is about momentum and it is about small successes, is it not? Exactly. All right, well, you heard it here, folks. New me, new year, Uh, new (laughs) job, new fitness. Um, I'll talk to you all next year and we can talk and see about how we got on. How about that? (laughs) Thanks. Happy New Year. Right, I'd like to thank my guest, Louisa Meehan from Woodview HRM. Uh, Leslie Giltonen from Lean with Leslie and Kira Conlon, personal productivity coach. Thank you all, ladies, and happy New Year to you all. And the same
3: happy year New too, Year, Bobby.
1: Thank you. Down to business
0: with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland. Saturday morning at eleven on
2: News Talk.